Hendricks Regional Health, your health care partner that has been nationally recognized for creating outstanding patient experiences, is proud to present Health Talks with HRH. Here's Melanie Cole. So your child is starting kindergarten soon. This is such an exciting time, but it can be scary too. You may have questions about whether your child is ready to go to school, or you may be wondering how you can help them get off to a good start. My guest today is Dr. Stacy Williams. She's a pediatrician with Hendricks Regional Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Williams. So let's start off with every parent's first question. How do they know if their children are ready for preschool, those early classes, or kindergarten? So I really encourage parents to start thinking about school readiness by the time their child turns three. And so when children are three, I really encourage parents to explore preschool options in their area. Um, because there aren't really great requirements for a child entering preschool, but we know that as kindergarten has become more difficult and more challenging, uh, that the requirements uh, for children entering have become more rigorous. And so I really encourage all parents to look into the, the preschool options in their area, even if it's something that their child's doing two days a week for half a day. It gets the child into that structured setting where the child's able to learn rules, how to control themselves, how to pay attention. Um, as a great start for kindergarten readiness. So I look at it as that there's kind of two factors. There's the factor of social, clingy, the kid that doesn't want to leave their mom's holding on to their leg. And then there's whether they're ready, as you say, for attentional things, whether they can sit still and learn and follow instructions. So how do they know that's that part of it, whether those kids are ready for sitting if they haven't been doing that? If they haven't. So that's really why I encourage parents to look at preschool options because that's really your child's best opportunity to have a, have a chance to sit and really practice sitting. Uh, I think it's important for parents to realize that that's really a learned behavior, that kids don't naturally just sit still and pay attention. Um, I think it in this day and age, parents get very concerned about the academic things that their children need to learn to get into, to be ready for kindergarten but they often forget that social aspect. So um, doing a form of structured preschool, getting your child involved in story time at the library, gymnastics classes, uh, dance classes, other things where your child has to sit and pay attention to someone who is not you um, can be very helpful uh, when you're trying to decide if your child is ready or not. So Dr. Williams, because as you say, someone who's not you, what if you're a parent whose child won't let go of your leg? How do you approach that and get them into that preschool early learning class and wrap their little hands away from your leg and say, come on, you go look at that little boy. He's playing over there. Go play with him. So I'm a big fan with my own personal children and with my patients of encouraging fairly quick separations. Uh, I think it, it, as the parent, you want to stay until your child is calm and completely comfortable. But I think preparing your child that you're going to have a routine, okay, we're going to give a hug and a kiss and a high five, uh, and then mommy's going to go and it's going to be okay, and then following through on that plan is important. That's so hard for some parents and sometimes harder for the parent than the child. What do you absolutely. tell those parents? Absolutely. I One, I reassure them that it absolutely is going to be harder for them than it is for their child. Um, and then I encourage them also to keep really good open communication with their child's preschool teacher or kindergarten teacher so that they're knowing exactly what happens after they leave. Um, because generally speaking, it does get better over time, and a lot of it is just sort of getting those first first days or weeks over with uh, while the child adjusts. And are you allowed to be the parent that checks in, or when you say separation, 
you just you you remove yourself from the situation and you don't stare in the windows. I usually encourage parents to fully separate. Um, I think later on, once the child has gotten used to that, it's okay to stick around and sort of watch. Um, but I think it makes it easier on both the the child's teacher and the child if you fully separate, and then and then it sort of adjust that as they as they improve in their separation skills. What about interaction with other kids? How do you encourage that? And what if your child is either shy, because there are some children that are very, very shy, or somebody who is not used to sharing? That's a hard one. (laughs) So one, I think practice is always key. And so uh, we really start talking about to parents about how their child interacts with other children around the age of two. At the age of two, a child is supposed to play alongside a kid, not necessarily share their they hit, they don't share well. Um, that's normal. But at three, when children are hopefully entering these um, classes or preschool classes, we expect them to be able to learn to share a little bit better. Um, I really encourage parents to recognize their child's <clears throat> natural personality type. And so I think that, that trying to get a shy child not to be shy is not working in their favor. Um, and sort of taking your child and how they interact with people and looking at what you can do to specifically help them. Um, I personally have a child who's very slow to warm up to things, and so I've realized over time that nothing I do is going to make her warm up faster. I just have to let her be in a place, and then, sure enough, she's going to pick up and start interacting with kids. But the harder I push to get her to interact quickly, the longer it's going to take. How long should their attention span be if they're looking at those three- and four-year-old preschool classes? If you're looking at a three- and four-year-old preschool class, I would expect them to be able to pay attention for about 15 to 20 minutes at a time. Um, activities are usually going to be changing pretty quickly. And really, for a three- and four-year-old, we still recommend mostly play-based learning. Um, they sort of say that play is the, is the work of childhood. And so we really want something that's going to have activity changes quickly because a a three- and four-year-old isn't going to pay attention for much longer than that. And do you like full-day, just a little bit of classes, or half-day kindergarten? Because some kids still nap well into five years old. That's another tough question. You know, in our area, there really is only full-day kindergarten offered, also though some schools will will make exceptions for people who want to do half-day kindergarten. Um, my general feeling is that with the, the rigorous changes that we've seen in what children are expected to know by the end of kindergarten, I, I think most kids would benefit from a full-day kindergarten classroom so that they have that full day of, of learning um, ahead of them. Do you see a difference with boys and girls when it comes to school readiness, Dr. Williams? Not necessarily. Um, I think that that there are a lot of girls who are ready for school and there are also a lot of boys who are ready for school. I think it more is based on age, although boys maybe don't correlate quite as well with girls who are equal to their age. Um, I think a lot more of, of school readiness depends on what parents have done to prepare their child for school. So I think that the biggest difference we see is children who have done some sort of preschool versus no preschool at all. And let's talk about things that they should practice, maybe with their children before they even start them. You know, some early childhood skills like potty training, dressing themselves, zipping and snapping. What do you tell parents that they should practice with their children before they're going to send them off to be little independent, adorable little things? 
So potty training is definitely big. A lot of preschools still do have potty training requirements. That said, it's one of those things you can't force your child to do. Um, so following your child's lead and not, not pushing them to potty train before they really are ready um, is very important. But then also really encouraging your child to be confident in their skills and be independent in their skills. So the ability to put a coat on by themselves, get their shoes on, tie their shoes uh, if they can do that. Um, we see a lot of kids in this day and age who are using lots of technology when learning. But I think it's important for parents to remember to get back to some of those fine motor skills um, that we're still really emphasizing in school. So um, coloring, <clears throat> by the age of four, children should be able to decently color in the lines of a picture. Um, basic handwriting before they're entering school, we want them to be able to at least write their first and last name um, and maybe associate sounds with those letters. Um, scissors, so I'm always amazed by how many kids haven't picked up a pair of scissors. Uh, get a pair of scissors in their hands and have them practice cutting out basic shapes, circles, squares, triangles, things like that. Well, what a great list. And in just the last few minutes, give parents your best advice as they are not sure if their children are ready to start going off to school and what you tell them every single day about getting their children ready. So the big, the big advice that I would give parents is if your child's been in preschool, talk to your child's preschool teacher um, if your child hasn't been in preschool, talk to your child's pediatrician. We want to see all of our kids before they enter school to at least do vision and hearing screening to make sure that medically and physically they're ready to enter school. But we also serve as really good sounding boards on what your child knows and what they can do to help you decide, especially if your child is at one of those border ages with your, your school corporations cut off, um, when your child should be ready for school. I encourage parents also to sort of take a deep breath. Um, I think we all know that education is important, but but really there is a lot of room for catch-up in kindergarten. And so your child doesn't have to know everything, um, but it is helpful if they know something. Um, and so I encourage parents not to be overly stressed about it because that's only going to stress their kid out more um, and have fun because really what, what a lot of teachers are looking for is a, children, a child who enjoys learning and who is enthusiastic about learning um, because that really is what's going to set your child up for a lifetime of success. What great information, Dr. Williams. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to Health Talks with HRH. And for more information, you can go to Hendricks.org. That's Hendricks.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.